Yo, what's going on? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. For those of you who are new, you are watching a running live stream. Basically think of it as drive time radio, but for people that like running. Sometimes we'll talk a lot about running, sometimes not so much. Today is a Tuesday, so we're gonna play some trivia, Trivia Tuesday. And the name of today's game is Where's That HQ? I will give you the name of a run-related company, one that you've probably heard of before, and you have to guess where's the HQ. There's no points and no prizes, uh, but hopefully we'll have some fun. Before we get into it, let's say hi to everyone listening in the audio-only version on the podcast. Guys, I was just looking through some of the past episodes, and I have not been doing a good job of uploading the live streams from YouTube to podcasts. So I apologize to you guys, but on the other hand, you guys got the uh, Dakota Linworm interview like several hours before everyone else today. So I know that doesn't make up for it, but hopefully it starts. You know, I appreciate you guys. Hopefully you guys are having a good run today. Today, I uh, had a workout in a uh, new shoe. Can't tell you about it yet, but it was pretty exciting, even though I felt pretty much like trash. I did not feel great. Um, the weather's nice, but I don't think I've been sleeping well. I don't think I've been eating well. Marathon training is ramping up and I've not been adjusting, you know, those other things. So I think I just felt a little bit groggy today, but I was also working on some weaknesses. So feeling not strong is, I guess, normal for this stage of the game. So hopefully for those of you who are listening to this on the run, hopefully you're feeling strong today. And for everyone else that's watching this later, but not live, hopefully folding that laundry is going well. Um, Cause this is the number one running live stream to watch later but not live while you're folding your laundry or doing any other sorts of household chores where you just want to put something on in the background welcome to you guys too all right uh adam's here in the chat and he says uh, just back from co's favorite activity swimming yeah uh who i was just talking with someone about swimming the other day and i just really wish i knew how to swim like a regular person i just don't um we were at the pool when we were in um in phoenix and uh, I was floating on my back and my wife and my younger daughter, the baby, were in the pool with me. And they were kind of teasing me how like my I don't float very well. And I'm like, my legs just sink. And so I had my wife hold like my feet and I leaned back and I was like, I'm gonna try to lean back and float. And it's the moment she let her uh, hands under, from under my feet, my feet just sank and dragged along the bottom of the pool. That's just what happens to my feet. I don't know. I don't know if I'm, do I need to activate something? Is it a glutes issue? I don't know, but I I can't. My legs sink. I don't know how to do pretty much anything. <laughs> so uh, I wish I were good at it. People that are good at swimming, I don't know if you're. I don't know if you realize how how lucky you are. It's such a beautiful thing to be able to do. Um, Daniel Burton says, "Awesome interview with Dakota. Thank you so much. I had I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I was just messaging or talking in the comments with Catherine twenty six point two. I don't know if you guys know her." But she was like asking the important questions. And I'm like, you know, these are, and she meant it. I've met Catherine before and she means, means in a very nice way. I think she liked the clips that I put up of the interview, um, like of the baby part. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if anyone knows whose baby this is. Um, but I don't, I don't think, I think that's just my interview style. I, I get caught up on things like how does the group chat get put together? Who's in charge of it? Whose baby is this? Where did the sunglasses go? 
did you really listen to smooth jazz before the marathon? Like those are the questions that I know how to ask and feel natural to me. I tried to do like a, like, let's do a race recap. And I tried to do it like, kind of like a direct examination. Like let's walk through it piece by piece. Let her do most of the talking, do a little bit of gentle guiding. And it felt okay. But I just felt like the interview didn't really get interesting until I was just like, no more script. Let's just ask stuff that I want to know about, <laughs> you know? And so ho hopefully uh, you guys enjoyed it. Um, all right. Adam Torres says, uh, training for grandmas began this week. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. I wish I were running grandmas this year. I just don't know. My schedule is not. Uh, my schedule is still. My schedule is both up in the air and very few things are like locked in. But at the same time, I feel like my schedule is already very, very full. So it's hard. It's hard. Uh, Brian Albrecht says it's 18 weeks to grandmas. That's a long time. It's a very long training block. Um, and Sega Dreamcast says 2024 grandmas participants. Let's go. Maybe I can make it. I don't, I don't have a bib, but maybe I should just go up. I feel like I'd like to hang out at Grandma's Saloon this year. And I'd just be there for the weekend. I think that could be the fun, fun one. Um, and Halden J says it's 16, weekend, 16 weeks to Ottawa Race Weekend. And Runtime, look, man, everyone's getting ready. Runtime, he says, look up, and it's eight weeks till Boston. That feels like a long time, but also like, ooh, that's getting close, you know? Martha says, you know what? Marathon training is exhausting. Just try to get more sleep and nutrition and give yourself enough recovery time. Yeah, I'm also like really nervous that like um, my daughter has kind of been like under the weather and she's been running herself ragged, you know? Um, and so she's kind of been coughing. The week bef before that, my younger daughter was sniffly. And so I just don't. Uh, and just generally, this county is like an outbreak of uh, some sort of stomach bug and strep. And so like two, the weekend that we went to Phoenix, um, like half the, like a, a large portion of the school was out and like after school activities were canceled and stuff. So yeah, it, it's just that, uh, I think it's that time of year. Everyone's getting sick. Hopefully I'm not getting sick, you know. Um... All right, Luke says, I said an 18-minute PR this weekend in Austin, uh, sub two-hour half marathon in the Endorphin Pro 3s. Congratulations, Luke. Oh, boy. 18 minutes. 18 minutes, nice. Um, Gem G says, this is the number one podcast for meal prepping. I'm going to use that one tomorrow. That's good. I like that one a lot. Even though I, oh, you know what, though? I kind of took advantage of some meal prep. I just made a lot of extra food the other day, and today I had leftovers for lunch. Which I normally like to do, but I just never remember to make enough food. I don't know. I got to make more food at once. I love leftovers. I don't mind eating leftovers. I don't mind eating the same meal like four times in a row. So I, I just feel like I need to do more meal prepping. I don't know. AJ says, uh, big unexpected PR at the Lauderdale half. 13.4 mile lengthened course. Still came in at 134.18. And the 13.1 is 131.55, but congratulations. Um, 0.3 extra distance on a course is a lot, is a lot of distance. So hang, oh, way, to, way to hang in there. Uh, Calvin says, do feet float? I thought you have to keep them up. 
I don't going back to the pool. I I don't know. My like my the baby, she could just lean back and her feet like the toes will just start poking through the surface of the water cuz her feet she can get them to float. But mine uh i've tried like you know like maybe it's core weakness you know so i've tried like really holding my core straight straight as a board light as a feather you know still just i sink i've tried messing with my breathing maybe that's what it is still the legs just sink you know mm. yeah <laughs> mark says any fewer leg days hey mark do you know whose baby that was? Did you see the Dakota Lindworm interview? There's a baby like near the finish line, right near the Mill City tent. Do, do you know? Mill City reposted that because uh, I tagged them in it because I was hoping maybe they knew whose baby it was. But they, they posted it on their stories with a question, whose baby is it? Wrong answers only. I don't, I, I don't get to see any of the answers, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm just really trying to figure out whose baby it was. Cause I just want to know why, who brought, who brought a baby to the race? I mean, I mean I'm guessing it's a, a, a couple who is super into running and I feel like that baby's going to have a pretty cool, if that baby gets into running later in life, pretty cool running origin story, you know? <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Alice says, great interview with Dakota. She got me when she, to when she told you that she is munching on her gels when she's bored. I thought that was pretty funny too. You know what though? Like, I mean, the pros, they're just like us. I remember, remember when uh, gummies were huge, like everyone had gummies or sport beans. Remember that? Um, when those were like fading in popularity is right when I started getting into marathoning. And I remember I would get those out of the cliff blocks. They would come like six in a sleeve or something like that. And I would open it and eat one, chew it slowly, run some more, eat another one, you know, and it would just help you pass time. But I'm just, I can't imagine like Dakota just like, ah, when is this race going to be over? Might as well have a gel. <laughs> you know? Uh. Calvin says he's going to save the interview for the next run. All right. I hope you guys enjoy. And Sega says, go, that was a fantastic interview. Thank you. Thanks so much. And video says, so cool that Dakota sent sunglasses to a longtime fan. I have follow-up on that, by the way. I don't have follow-up on the baby situation, but I do have follow-up, and I'm not going to divulge who it is. But I know the Stephanie. We've been messaging. I've, I've, I've met Stephanie before. I've met, I think I've gone for a run with Stephanie, maybe in New York at a shakeout run one time. But I know Stephanie. I've met her in a couple of different cities, I think, at this point. She's a huge running fan. Super nice person. Um, so, like, I got a message from a Stephanie on Instagram saying like, great job on the interview. You know, Dakota's such a great athlete to follow. And I was like, oh yeah, I just had so much fun. It's always great to talk with Dakota. And then I messaged her back. I'm like, wait a minute. Are you that Stephanie with the glasses? And she's like, maybe. And she, and then she followed up and, was, and but um, she followed up and I don't want to give away, I guess not trying to try not to give any personal information, but, but that Stephanie's like, but I am running Tokyo and rain or shine, I will be wearing those sunglasses. So um, Dakota Lindworm sunglasses are going to Tokyo and they're going to be racing in just a couple of weeks. <laughs> uh. And Mark Peterson with a follow-up on Dakota because uh, Mark and I were st standing with each other 
right as Dakota, like right a little bit after Dakota had come through, and we were just thinking that her Strava is about to blow up. Um, and so Mark Peterson screenshotted Dakota Linworm's Strava following count. And Mark says, Dakota has almost 150% more Strava followers than she did at the end of the race. 4,941 versus 2,001. Oh, that reminds me. I should put her links. I didn't put her links in the description. Oh, my goodness. I'm the worst podcast host. If you guys aren't following Dakota Linworm on Strava, you should follow her. Um, I used to give her a hard time because all of her easy runs are like 6.30 to 6.50. But she does run with a Koros watch. This is not a Koros watch. She runs with a watch. Um, and the heart rate, it's like low 130s. So, you know. Mm, Daniel Burton says, seven weeks to the Carlsbad 5000. Daniel, are you excited? I think there's a new course this year. They say it's even faster. So, I wish I could. I still, I still really want to run Carlsbad 5000 one year. And Superunjit said, we had a really weird stomach bug move through our family too. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that, that, that stuff's always rough. And Richard Wilson says, we're counting weeks. Nine weeks until Canyon's 100 mile. Scary. Is it really only nine? Wow. That's amazing. Jen Runs Triangle says, I had strep last week, which led to an ear infection with crazy vertigo. Do not recommend. That sounds really gross. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. I'm glad you're feeling better now. And 308 Bar says, yo, what's going on? Ran a new half marathon PB of 147.23, the Fort Langley Historic Half Marathon. Ran it progressively with a three-minute negative split and a one-minute PB. Awesome. And 308 Bar says, uh, I hope to recover quickly to continue marathon training. Awesome. Though that bodes well for your next marathon as well. And um, Andrew Cho says, did the six by one mile with one minute rest. Threw up all the gels after the third set. <laughs> <laughs> this is brutal it is brutal but like, here's the thing if you're throwing up after number three i always feel like i'm going to throw up after number three but i don't but if you are actually throwing up back off the intensity a little bit you know so <laughs> uh yeah you could also extend the the the, the rest as well um and I, I do six minutes not a mile because it takes me more than six minutes to run a mile, and so it throws off the recoveries if you're if you're running the full mile and you take more than six minutes. Um, Jake Stable says, "Saw you ran in the S Lab Spectre the other day. Any initial thoughts?" I think the Spectre is a great shoe. I just don't like the. This is an elite shoe for back of the Packers or mid Packers. I don't like the like. I don't like the idea that. Uh, it's like if you run a three thirty, if you run a three thirty marathon or slower, this is a shoe for you. If you run faster than that, then get the Phantasm too. Like I don't like that. Um, I really don't like the price point, but I really like the shoe. I feel like it lines up really well, and this gives you a preview. I think this is going to be the next review anyway. Yeah, it'll be there. I already filmed the 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 review. I just have to edit it, but it'll come out Thursday. But as far as shoes to pair it with or compare it to, I feel like it lines up pretty, 
it's a very it feels slightly it feels very different but it's like a solomon version of the dv8 nitro 2 or a solomon version of the endorphin speed 3 like i really think it could be a nice training companion to the phantasm 2 and i think it's a big mistake that they went like buy this one or this one they're both two i actually think wait how much is the phantasm 2 i think it's 275 slf phantasm 2 are Race day shoe for elite runners is 275. And the S-Lab Spectre is our elite shoe for slower runners at 250. Like, I think that's... Most people that like Solomon and are buying a lot of Solomon can, will buy both. But just don't make the Spectre two, 250. That's the wrong price. So, yeah, that's where I'm on that one. Terry Furlong says, leftovers for the win, especially Curry. I agree. I agree. We're going back to the leftovers for a second. Um, especially if you have like a curry sauce, just put it on top of your other leftovers. Just make a big bowl and mix it all together. You know? That's how I like to eat. Bowl, like when bowls became popular, I was very happy. I'm a big food mixer. You know? So. I like it. And Richard Smart says, Greetings from Harker Heights, Texas. Ran my first half in Austin this past weekend. 2.11.48. Congratulations. Great job, Richard. And Tails DeMilizzo says, Yo, what's going on? It feels like forever since the last time I was able to catch a live. Thinking of quitting my job. Seriously. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Um, Brian Albrecht thinks that the baby was McKenna Myler. <laughs> uh, I don't think that I, I've met her husband before. I don't think that that was her husband. Plus, I think McKenna Myler's baby would have been in the friends and family tent, which was about a quarter mile down. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, can you imagine if that was McKenna Myler's baby? I don't know why that's so funny. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Miguel's here. He says, yo, are you dropping into LA? LA Marathon 26.2? I don't know, Miguel. I, Man, I love that race. And I want to go back. But I have a trip coming up the following week. And I think it's already going to cause some family problems. So I don't think I could be, I can't, I don't think I can go two weeks in a row. That's the thing. Am I in 2025, though? Yeah. Um, unless things go really haywire this year with my marathon planning. But yeah. Um, all right. Frank says, let's get to the quiz. Let's get to the quiz. Here we go. All right. Um, all right. Here's how it goes. I'm going to tell you the name of a running company. You have to tell me where the headquarters are. Or you can guess where the headquarters are. Um, wrong answers are accepted and encouraged. So here you go. Number one, I think I have I have five today. Um, the one the the whole reason for this game that came up was because uh, during the marathon we were trying to follow all the runners and see where they are in terms of tracking at the at the marathon trials in Orlando, and um, the official tracking thing is RTRT me. Um, I think it stands for real time run tracking dot me. Uh, and they've been the tracker for a lot of big races before. And so I was thinking, rtrt.me, 
Where is the headquarters? Give me some guesses. Um, Adam says U.S. or World HQ. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I don't think I have any companies on here that are international, but if there is, I'm going to go with USHQ. All the answers are United, State, United States. Um, Koalbu thinks it's in Texas. Stevie76 says New Vienna. Can you imagine if all of a sudden, like New Vienna became like a, a run hub? Kind of like Crystal Lake. Um, but if New Vienna became a run hub, um, and they'd be like, what? You mean the town next to the Field of Dreams is a running hub? That'd be amazing. Um, let's see. Lala P thinks it's Utah. That's a good guess. Rob DeGeneres says Chicago. David DeFrangia says Salt Lake. And Adam Torres says Seattle. None of you guys got it. Oh, Santosh Katwal got it first, as far as the ones that I've seen. Orlando, Florida. RTRT.me is based out of Orlando, Florida. Which seems like a really weird coincidence or maybe like a nepotism hire maybe since the trials were in Orlando. But I've been aware of RTRT.me for, RTRT for a long time. Like it, when Drew was telling me, like, go to, go to the RTRT.me link, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I knew exactly where it was. So crazy, crazy. All right. Mm. Louis says, so Chang-Choco Chang has a company in Orlando, huh? Uh, is that what Mark does? Mark says, I still don't know anything about this company. They're the company that do the real-time tracking uh, on the website. So I don't know if they, like, I don't know if they're just like the web host that takes the data from the timing mats and posts it in a, you know, usable fashion, or if they make the, I don't know exactly what they make, or if they make like the maps, you know, sometimes you see a map and you see your runner go all over the map. I don't know if they make that, but usually it's like rtrt.me and then slash race, you know? Yeah, Martha goes, oh yeah, that's what it is, race timing, okay. All right, let's get to the next one. Uh, I think you guys will know this one, and I wanted to do this one early on so people kind of get a feel for what the game's all about. Uh, running Warehouse. They have two physical locations. One in Atlanta, that's a warehouse. But where's the headquarters of Running Warehouse? I think that you guys will be able to do this one. I was just out there a little while ago. Oh, I gotta check my calendar. They sent me a save the date. They're doing another thing out there again this summer. Mm, and Luke says, uh, running warehouse feels like Utah. Sega Dreamcast says Georgia. That's where their East Coast warehouse is. Um, but let's see. I think a lot of you guys had it right away. Martha had it first, as far as I could see. And uh, and Adam, St. Louis, not St. Louis, Sa San, is it San, San Luis Obispo. Who has it written it now? Lawrence, I had it written out. How, how, how do they say it? I can't, I don't remember. Everyone there just calls it slow. But is it, what's like the official local pronunciation? San Luis Obispo or San Luis Obispo? What do you guys think? Martha says San is in San Diego. Okay, San Luis Obispo. Okay. 
Here we go. All right. Uh, and Adam says, slow transit is the name of their bus system. Is it really? <laughs> I actually don't know if there's a bus system there. Is it? It seems pretty like suburban out there to me. Um, yeah, okay. Let's get to number three. I only have five today, so this will be a quick game. Number three. I think we've gone over this one before, but um, I keep calling it like the ne nearest neighboring, one of the two neighboring bigger cities. But I actually had to look it up and it was neither of those. What about the company, The Feed? That's where I get all my gels from. And uh, just full disclosure, I am an ambassador for The Feed. They give me like um, a stipend every once in a while to buy more stuff from The Feed. Uh, basically, it pays for some of my gels. Not all of them, but some of them. Well, where are they based out of? The feed. They they employ, I don't know if they still do, but at one point they employed a lot of the pearl running community in that area too. Super just says Tatooine. <laughs> uh, Rob DiGiorno says Bend. Daniel Burton says Arizona. Terry Furlong says Area 41. Mark Peterson says no clue. A lot of guesses for Boulder and or Colorado uh, and... Uh, Boulder and Colorado. Not no no one's guessing Denver. Um but you guys are not correct. Um let's see. Luke says the feed is Seattle. I can feel it. Steve McKellar's got it right though. It's Broomfield, Colorado. I think it I don't I don't know if it's closer to Denver or Boulder, but it's all it's all in that kind of area. You know what I mean? Um, Frank says, so it's Denver. I'm not sure. I had to have to look on, on a map as to where it is. I'd love to go visit the feed at some point um, and just watch how they pick the orders. You know what I mean? I feel like it's like people just walking down there like mm, just hucking stuff into a box. And Martha says, that is a suburb of Denver. It's north of it. Okay, there we go. And Jake Sable says, it's middle of Denver and Boulder. There we go. Mm. And Luke says, anyone who knows where that HQ is is cheating, Your Honor. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Because Broomfield is tough. Broomfield is tough. And Daniel Burton says, who is from, I think Daniel, you're the one from Greeley. It's not Greeley. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, let's go to number four. This one, I think you're never going to get. I was, I was shocked when I saw this one. Um, but... We've all gotten race photos before, um, and they're always usually like not very good. Um, and I don't think that's the photographer's fault or the company's fault. It's hard because it's just hard to photograph people. Um, that's why I take videos. Videos are much more forgiving than taking good sports photographs. But um, the company that takes a lot of your photos while you're racing is Marathon Photo, F-O-T-O. Where are they based out of? Any, any, um, yeah. Lauren says, Luis Orta has a video of him visiting the feed. They just gave him and his friends a bag to throw whatever he wanted in. I like that idea. It's like a, <laughs> uh, it's like a really weird YouTube video. Like, I will let you have anything that you can fit in. Or like, uh, they do that at uh, Menards all, all the time. In, they'll like mail out 
a paper bag. And whatever you could fit in the paper bag is like $25 or something like that. I'm not sure how they do that. But, yeah. Mm. Stevie76 thinks that Marathon Photos in Crystal Lake, New Jersey. Adam says San Diego. Luis saying Tijuana. Rob DiGiorno says Hartford, Connecticut. Are you guys just naming where you guys are from at this point? Eric A says Boise, Idaho. Uh, none of you guys are anywhere close. Mm, let's see. I think uh, Omaha might be the closest one. Um, the actual location of Marathon Photo. I have to look it up. Here we go. It is in... Um, Wait, here we go. Uh, marathon photos in Washington, Iowa. You know what? I, you know what I should have done? I should have taken screenshots of all these things. If I were better prepared, I would have done that. But yeah, uh, Washington, Iowa. Can you believe that? How, how did that start? There aren't marathon. There's, I mean, there's a Des Moines. Is there a Des Moines marathon? There's not a lot of marathons close to. Uh, Washington, Iowa. That's the thing, you know? So how does that company get started there? Or at least headquartered there? I don't know. Mm, all right. Let's see. We'll do one more. Uh, just because I was in uh, Phoenix uh, for one of the races for the, the for the Mesa Marathon. I wasn't there for the Mesa Marathon. I was there that same weekend. Um, so that me thinking, what about Revel Races, the company that does all the super big downhill fast BQ races, Revel Races, where are they based out of? They have races in like Utah, in Arizona. What state is Tucson in? Is that New Mexico? Tucson is, I don't know what state Tucson is in. Um, so yeah, one of those. Um, this is one where it's obscure. It's kind of like Broomfield, Colorado. Well, so like maybe people that know the geography of the state can tell me if that's close or not. Um, oh yeah, all right. Super just says Tucson is Arizona. See, this gives you a sense of my knowledge of geography. I'm terrible at geography. Um, Mesa Air, Revel Races. Calvin thinks that Mesa Revel Races is based in Lawrence, Kansas. For the irony. <laughs> Um, I mean, that would be a good, I mean, that could be good motivation. Like what if all our races were downhill and you live in somewhere completely fat, flat? Um, but Adam Torres, Torres says, Lawrence, Kansas is hilly. I went to school there. I went to Lawrence once for a wedding. I don't recall particularly if it was hilly or not. Um, but um, Revel Races... Mm, Luis says Big Bear, California. It's not there. I, I think they have a race there. Um, but I don't think it's in any of the towns where they have a race. Um, Calvin says Provo, Utah. And Adam says Ogden, Utah. And I don't know if those are close. Someone had the actual one. I think this is it. Sega Dreamcast says Pleasant Grove, Utah. I have a feeling that might have been the result of a Google search. Um, unless Pleasant Grove, Utah is a big city that I'm not aware of. I, I've been, I've been to, where do they have Sundance? I was there with, with friends in this, in the off season, in the summer one time. 
That's the only place I think I've ever been in Utah. Um, man, the altitude did not agree with me that weekend. Um, so I don't know very much about Utah at all. But Pleasant Grove, Utah is where uh, Revel Races is based out of. Um, at least I think. What I was able to find on the website is that they are affiliated with a company called, somehow related to a company called Brooksy, which seems to be some sort of IT type of company. So it's a weird combo. Um, but Brooksy is based in, um, what is it? Pleasant Grove, Utah. So there we go. There we go. <laughs> That's it for today, guys. Uh, you know, I was going to start getting into all like the other like nutrition brands and stuff. Maybe we'll do that for round two. And then I'll try to have photos ready and stuff like that for you too. Uh, Parker Willett says, uh, that is quite close to Provo. I feel, yeah, I feel like there's a lot. Maybe it's because of the BYU influence and their like running pedigree there. But like, it seems like there's a lot of running stuff, not just running groups, but like other running businesses and stuff like that. I feel like, is Utah one of those states that has a high level of small businesses and entrepreneurship? I feel like some states have it more than others. Like growing up on the East Coast, I didn't know a lot of people whose parents like own businesses or work for small businesses. Unless they were a dry cleaner, you know? Um, but I feel like on the West Coast, like, I feel like people that I met in California, it seems like it's much more likely that either people that are my age or their parents were. Um, and it seems like a, a lot of that happens in Utah, too. I don't know. Mm. Patrick Smith says, I worked in Utah County at a newspaper after college. Pleasant Grove is not a big city. Okay. <laughs> All right. And Adam says, this year's Denver Revel Race will be the last one here. Oh, I wonder why. Do you know why that is, Adam? Hmm. And Super Unjit says, Salt Lake City area is high altitude, so good runners train there just like in Colorado. Um, what, what is the altitude of Salt Lake City? Is that, is that higher? Is that higher than, Salt Lake City is near Provo, right? Are those like neighboring cities? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Miguel says, I'm headed to the library to study for the nutrition brand quiz. <laughs> Uh, and Luis says, oh, man, I haven't had to study geography since 1997. Give me a break. Should we just have a geography <laughs> quiz? <laughs> what country is the Seville Marathon? Like, that, like that'll be next week. <laughs> um, I forget who I was talking about with it, but I was just like, yeah, Seville Marathon. It was a really big deal. It was in Spain. Spain? Spain? Yeah, I just I had, a, I had a hard time with it. Um... Uh, yeah, okay. Frank says, Salt Lake City is about the same as here, 4,000-ish. Okay, yeah. See, I feel like um, Super Hundred says 4,200. Calvin says 42 to 4,300. See, I, I like that altitude. I think that I think that Denver's too high. I think Denver's on the high end of good. Um, like Flagstaff is like 7,000 or something like that, isn't it? It's just too high. It's too high. I not, not just for me. Or like Mammoth, I feel like sometimes I feel like that might be too high. I mean, I feel like a lot of uh, those cities, a lot of times people will go down to like 3,000 feet. I feel like 3,500 feet, which is like the same altitude as like the valley in Chamonix. 
Oh, I like that. It's enough that you could feel a little bit of altitude, but doesn't knock you on your butt. I feel like your body responds to it without it getting wrecked by it. I like 3,500 to 4,500 feet, you know. Yeah, Adam says Salt Lake City is only 4,200 feet. How are you can get to Park City? Yeah, Park City, that's where I've been. Uh, at 7,000 feet in 45 minutes. That's where the Seminole Sleep High Train Low study was done. Yeah. I, yeah. See, I, I don't know that I'd want... I've slept at 7,000 feet. I've slept at 9,000 feet. I slept at 11,000 feet. Oh, that's terrible. Ugh. Um, at nine to 11,000 feet, once I get that high, like, wait, did I sleep at 11,000? No, I don't know if I slept. I slept over 9,000 feet. A cup on that hot run, hot trip, and I don't think I slept. I don't, you know, like I think my body was asleep, but I don't think I recovered at all. You know, it was hard. It was hard. I just felt like I was slowly suffocating the entire week. Martha says, "Can we just lower Denver by a thousand feet? I think that would be would <laughs> be great." <laughs> um. That'd be a lot of fun. All right, guys. I think that's going to be a good place to end it today. I know I'm ending a little bit early, but I am getting interviewed later this afternoon or in a little bit. So I want to make sure uh, I have prepared and done everything that I need to do on my end to get ready for that. Um, there won't be any video tomorrow. If you haven't checked out the Dakota Linworm interview yet, uh, check that out. That's on this channel, the Cozy Run Club channel. It's also available as a podcast. So wherever you get your podcast, you should be able to listen to it there. Um, I will eventually post links to it and to other Dakota Linworm uh, stuff if you're not already following her soon. So that, but you can follow her as well because um, she's been a great person to follow in her journey. So go do that. Uh, and I will see you tomorrow, same time as today. We'll unbox some stuff. That new Garmin 165 watch came out, or at least it's off embargo. I got that somewhere around here. We'll unbox it together. We'll take a look at that. All right. See you then. Until then, be safe out there, everybody.